Welcome to The The Savory Savory Scoop. This is a conscious, safe space where we talk about mindset, wellness, and nutrition. Today's topic is mindfulness and meditation. Ladies? Oh, that's my favorite topic ever. That's your jam. I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) Mindfulness and meditation. Um, It's interesting. It sounds like it's two different things, but it's sort of, it's interconnected. Um, And these practices have literally transformed my life. It changed the way I look at each day, each situation. It changed the way I look at people, at myself. It changed the way I approach um, obstacles, challenges, failures, um it's been it's it's been an amazing journey i was introduced to it back in 2009 so i've heard of meditation and yoga and mindfulness i just honestly i thought that was for like people who were weak and yes i actually in my 20s i used to think like self-help books and like all these things that they talk about i'm like that's for people who are not happy or that's for people who are weak. They just don't know what to do with themselves. And I know I have all the answers, right? (laughs) So in your 20s, you have all the answers. Um, And it's interesting, like I, it, it wasn't until I was broken, I realized that I have been so ignorant, I, have been sleepwalking through life and the first time I was introduced to the idea of meditation was at a bookstore where I was trying to help myself without taking medication and I found this article meditation over medication and that was the beginning of my journey yeah that's that's so beautiful Simi I I guess my journey with meditation and mindfulness I guess we can actually maybe let's share like what is it right I think maybe we'll start there and then I'll go into you know like what my that, journey yeah. was because that's you know many people might not know that's what true. what it even is and maybe you get, ladies can share as well I think so mindfulness is awareness right it's being with what is right with with what is right here in the present moment in the here and the now not in the past not in the future but right here because that's what exists right now with no judgment Mm -hmm. exactly with no judgment no right no wrong just what is exactly yes exactly Uh, was there anything else you want to share about any definitions on no, I, I think that's like it's I, just awareness, presence, and yeah, yeah. So I'll just talk a bit about how I got into it. I think it was probably back in undergrad when I took a yoga course, like a semester long course, and and that's when I was first introduced to meditation. And then 
don't think for the rest of my undergrad career that I really used it or practiced it. But in med school, that's when I really, I really needed it in order to study for focus. I struggle with inattention. And so I started to take like 10 minute breaks while I was studying in the med school library, I would just like go outside, sit under a tree or on a bench, set my timer for 10 or 11 minutes and just focus on my breath. I never really did guided meditations. I just kind of practiced, you know, when my mind would wander, just like focus, just bring it back to the breath or the sensation of breathing. And then I really, I kind of carried that inconsistently throughout my life from med school into um, actually the rest of med school because after med school, this was when things really shifted because I attended my first 10-day silent meditation retreat through Vipassana, it's called Vipassana course. And that was the most the most profound experience of my entire life so far because I still have a lot left to go (laughs) and it just changed everything a while after that I also attended a I did a seven-day retreat at a monastery in California named Deer Park Monastery where it was mostly the mindfulness aspect throughout daily life which is actually um, it's the same as meditation right but it can be much harder to practice right because meditation when you think of meditation it's like okay it's like a set time you're you're seated wherever you may be but you're closing your eyes and you're just focusing on you know whether it's sensations or sounds or some anchor right but mindfulness is that's a whole other vault like to Mm -hmm. have it permeate through the rest of the day when you're washing the dishes when you're you know yeah, washing fruits, picking mm-hmm. picking fruits, being outside, taking care of children, all these things. And uh, yeah, I, ha- I have just, I have so much to share, but I'll let you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so passionate about this I topic. I am so <laughs> passionate. Absolutely. I was introduced to mindfulness and meditation when I was around like 18 years old through like visualization. So I started visualizing things back then. And then really, as I started to notice that, um, you know, I was very sick as a child. And when I started to realize that it was all food related, I started to practice more mindful eating. And then I started yoga and yoga really helped me to learn the foundations of meditation and of mindfulness while, you know, choosing um, a topic to or an intention, you know, throughout my yoga practice, learning how to breathe, learning to like the basic foundations of meditation, of being still focusing on an anchor, like you said, like just focusing on your breathing. Um, Also through hypnobirthing, I hypnobirthed all three of my children. And my first daughter, I didn't even realize that I was hypnobirthing, but my husband at the time was a physician and he was like, 
focus on, you know, a vortex. And so my anchor was breathing up to like 20, focusing when I had my contraction on a vortex, having that object to focus on. And I was able to naturally birth, you know, my first daughter. And then when I realized that that's actually what I had just naturally done, I decided to like immerse myself into hypnobirthing and getting the education and everything, which is a whole other topic. But that is a practice of meditation, self-hypnotism and mindfulness. Yeah. Wow. That's got to be an episode. Right yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, I definitely want to hear more about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. pretty fascinating. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think when I first heard of meditation or yoga, like there is this, we have like two extreme pictures in our heads. Like either we're thinking of, oh, someone who's meditating, it's like someone with that looks like a swami sitting in a mm-hmm. cave and just like, you know, away from the world and just sitting in a cross-legged lotus pose all day long and, you know, and isolated, right? Or the other image that comes to mind is the Lululemon, um, you know, (laughs) outfits, you know, the yoga mats. And um, so when we, I love how you shared, like, when people hear yoga, they think it's just the mat and the postures, but how you talked about meditation and mindfulness are all practices of yoga. And meditation is really for the people living in the world. It's not about isolating ourselves or going up to the Himalayas, and there's nothing wrong with that if someone wants to do that, but it's really about weaving those practices into our lives like you were sharing about mindfulness so the uh, one thing i do like about meditation is that it helps you practice mindfulness throughout i was the yeah. definitely thinking for that sure. thank you for sharing that yeah because yeah. most of us have that you know we're constantly distracted so meditation helps us especially like focused meditation helps us to focus on the same object over Mm -hmm. and over and over. So we, you know, train the mind to focus on the object that we choose to focus on. So when you were sharing washing the dishes, that's in some ways focusing on that sensation. Exactly. Yeah. And so many thoughts I want to share, but the, you were mentioning about, you know, yoga, you know, this, that, you know, the original purpose of yoga is to meditate the original, like the first position, the first, the first pose was Sukhasana, which is easy pose, the seated pose. And that is for, for meditation. Mm -hmm. So really the yoga is to still the body in preparation for meditation, which is the ultimate goal. And, and yeah, there's a lot of disconnection between what yoga is today versus what it was in the past, but the ultimate goal is that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And, and through being mindful while meditating, noticing those passing thoughts, Mm -hmm. like what I like to do is is to just call things what they are. 
you know, while I'm meditating or, you know, doing my yoga practice. If something passes through, I'm very visual. I have a photographic memory. So I see things like it's like a picture, a projection, almost like on my forehead. It's very bizarre. Um, But like a thought passes, it's like a cloud passing in the sky. It's like thought, let it pass, Mm. you know, different things that come up, I become mindful of it or song, you know, just give it like a word, let it pass. Mm. And that's a practice of mindfulness. Yes. Like not attaching to that, whatever is coming up. Yeah. Letting it pass. Uh, Yeah. I'm remembering in that first undergrad yoga course, that was the first time that it must have been at the end of one of the classes and we were just lying down in Shavasana, which is corpse prose, where you're just lying down on the ground. And she, the instructor, had us visualize like our thoughts were like clouds in the sky. I know we've talked about this before and you're just observing them. You're the observer. You're Mm -hmm. observing them pass by. You're just watching Mm. the clouds pass by. Right. I love that practice. Yeah. And I love what you said about mindfulness being presence. Mm. It's being present in that moment. It's so important, you know, just being very aware. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is like we're constantly in like fight or flight mode. So there are, you know, we can witness that shift in our mind Uh, over time with practice but there's also changes happening in our body Mm -hmm. um, because our nervous system is constant I know Christina you probably know more about this but like the nervous system is constantly activated right when we're sitting in traffic when we are getting um, overwhelmed with things to do or we are angry or someone gets angry at us like we're constantly in this fight-or-flight mode so the practice of meditation and mindfulness activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps with like the stress hormones that's constantly getting released in the body, which helps with preventing a lot of the chronic illnesses. Yeah, right? ab- absolutely. We are, you know, there's there's sympathetic nervous system, which is uh, fight or flight, and then there's parasympathetic, which is rest and digest. Mm-hmm. It's just these days, you know, that kind of evolved so that we would run away from predators, right? And it was very useful way back in the day. But now we see we're in a chronic straight, uh, chronic phase of of fight or flight. We see threats, we see things as threats when they're not actually threats. Right. So our that's how we're perceiving things. But I just wanted to mention that there have been many studies that have shown that practices of mindfulness and meditation definitely reduce stress, uh, anxiety, worry, but also lessen chronic pain, uh, decreases blood pressure, and also has been shown to improve compassion, improve memory, sleep, attention span, resilience, mm-hmm. overall quality of life. I mean, it's really endless. We we should do a series on we, this. I we have so seriously much should. <laughs> it really is. It it's really phenomenal. Is. And mindful eating goes hand in hand with yes. that. Because the choices that we make of the foods we eat, depending on how in tune we are with our body, affects all of those things. Definitely. Anxiety, depression, fight or flight yeah. mode, our stress responses, it's all related. Yes. Yeah, and, and mindful eating really is being mindful of 
the foods that we eat, how they affect our body. How are we eating? You know, are we sitting down when we eat? Are we using our senses when we eat? Are we smelling? Are we feeling? Are we tasting? How do we feel? Are we chewing and enjoying, you know, every flavor? Where did the food come from? Who grew it? You know, how high are the nutrients? How far did it travel? I mean, it just goes on and on, the mindfulness uh, eating practice. I see a wonderful workshop yeah. on mindful eating <laughs> on the savory scoop. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, when I was at the, I was spending seven days at the Deer Park Monastery, they, we start the day in noble silence. That means you're not speaking to anyone at all and generally no like gestures either. And then it goes through morning meditation and then it ends at the end of breakfast. So it goes through through the first meal of the day. And then with each meal of the day, once everyone has their food, they ring a bell, goes into noble silence, and we're all eating there just with our food. We're not not talking, no gesturing, nothing. And it's it's just, it's such a different experience than what we have now. It, it really With the is. TV and, and, and people and, and all of that. It's just you and your food, the sensations of the food in your mouth, the sensations of chewing, the sensations of mm-hmm. taste and the smell. And, you know, it's really is all the, the, the sense impressions that are coming to you. You're being, you're, you're aware of all of those things. What, what is going on with my hearing? What am I seeing? What am I touching? What am I smelling? Right. That, that, that is right. Yeah. That is presence and mindfulness. Exactly. I love that. I love both of you shared presence and life is short, right? In the grand scheme of things, like what most of us have, like at the most hundred or 105, if we're (laughs) lucky. Right. Um, and then like every day counts, but most of us, we are, we, we struggle to find joy in the moment because we always want to find something exciting to do all the time, right? So we're like, okay, let me just get through all of this. Sorry, I'm so excited. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, let me just get through all of this so that I can go do this exciting thing. So it's almost like you're living in the future and the present moment is constantly passing you by. So mindfulness can bring that joy every single moment of your life, regardless of what you're doing, whether we're working, whether we're hugging our kids, whether we're cooking, um, you know, just about anything that we're doing. Ladies, we have a question that's came in. So Priya would like to know, well, she's a busy mom and she feels like she has no time to meditate. So she's asking, how do you fit meditation into a busy schedule? You don't have to have a lot of time to fit meditation into your day. It could be as simple as when you have a minute to sit down and just do some deep belly breathing. Anytime you have a moment, it could could be one minute just to start. You could do it in the morning. I give myself, even if I don't have a lot of time, I'll give myself at least a couple of minutes to close my eyes while I'm still laying in bed and do some deep belly breathing. And then practice mindful eating. I think also 
incorporating it into daily life so if you're a busy mom like waiting to pick your kid up uh, so meditating in the car just when you arrive somewhere you could just set a timer for a couple of minutes you know you're in that parking space you know car (laughs) doors locked just uh you know close your eyes set a timer for a couple minutes it doesn't have to be done specific place you know it's really good to have that but it can be done anywhere um, really anywhere but yeah I think in the car would be a great place when you're parked somewhere just before or after like leaving the grocery store or something like that just a minute or two and then building a habit from there yeah I, I totally agree with both of you um, when we're starting out I would always recommend at least based on my experience to schedule some time even if it's only 10 minutes, you know, that means waking up maybe 10 minutes earlier. It takes a lot of preparation. Maybe we have to go to bed a little bit earlier, but scheduling like 10 minutes to find that space to meditate, it does make a difference, especially in the beginning of the practice. Um, but if you've been meditating for a while and then you're like, oh, I just don't have time because you understand the principles or the foundation of meditation then you can weave that into your you know all the examples that Debbie and Christina just shared because we don't have to sit cross-legged and do that but maybe like changing the schedule where we wake up 10 minutes earlier 15 minutes earlier than usual would be a place to start and looking at meditation as Um, we don't think twice about brushing our teeth or washing our face. So knowing that it gives us the same amount of benefit, if not more, I would say, for uh, because it really does change the way we deal with our daily lives. So I think oftentimes people say, I don't have the time, but what that can often mean is it's not a priority. Yeah. So prioritizing even a couple of minutes a day will make a huge difference Mm. in your life. Prioritize you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Choosing, choosing you. They, there are some people say, you know, if you're a regular person, you know, meditate, for instance, like an hour a day, if you're a busy person, you need to meditate like two hours a day is like what they say, because it really, it takes you, there are just so many benefits and you know, I've struggled to make it a habit in my life and I, it's still something that's a work in progress, but it really does have to be treated as something that's Mm non-negotiable, like brushing your teeth, something you do every day. It's gotta be non-negotiable if it's something that, you know, you feel it's beneficial to your life, which I know all of us, right. It has been life changing. Um, would love to talk more about this at at a future episode. Yeah, We'll definitely have workshops on on meditation and mindfulness and mindful eating for sure. But yeah, this has been so great. I I love talking about this topic. So thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if you have any questions, you can email us at connect at thesavoryscoop.com. Or if you watch us on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe. And then if you have any questions, make sure you put them in the comments below. You can also find us on social media at The Savory Scoop. Just make sure that's on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks, Lisa. So we're going to end with our special notes. Yeah. So.
So I think I'll go be here and now. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Practice kindness. Love yourself. <laughs> Lisa, do you have a note? <laughs> sure. My note is take the steps every day and you'll learn to appreciate yourself. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah.